Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hey, you've downloaded today's podcast. It's a Friday podcast, so we like to get out nice and early. Enjoy. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Happy Friday, everyone. It's time to reflect on everything we did this week. Getting to know. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. How good was it? The Friends Reunion. Please welcome Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, David Schwimmer, Matthew Perry, and Mark LeBlanc. We've been catching up with the cast over the last week to celebrate, and first up, it was Jane Sibbett who played Ross's wife, Carol. This is Carol Willick, and this... This is Carol's. Lovers. It's a little comfortable. A little. But we're fine. Absolutely. Good morning. How are you all doing? Now, we could have gone for the big behind-the-scenes exclusive, but I learned that there was only one thing that Abby needed to know. There's always been rumours that Jennifer Aniston was the one that organised lunch for the girls, and she designed this salad that had turkey bacon, and they ate the same thing every day. Is that true? That's what they did. So they did. It's true. They did used to eat lunch together every day. And it was the turkey salad? I, I, I didn't go look at the salad. If you remember the catering um, on stage, <laughs> I really want to know. Really know, know what's in this salad. Eat the same damn salad that Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox eat them. They're gorgeous. I want to eat what they're eating every day. <laughs> yeah, they would make it with their own fingers. I think that's what they were doing. Oh, oh that's the secret. Go. That's the secret. Yeah. Aniston fingers. You need their fingers. Yeah, there you go. Get their fingers, and then <laughs> exactly. you, you look beautiful for the rest yeah. of your life. <laughs> now that answer wasn't enough for her, so ads went all in again when we caught up with the actor who played. Janice. Oh my God. I remember a salad. This is almost the, all I can tell you is I do remember a salad. I know what it looked like in the bowl. I saw her eat it. Um, I never ate it, so I can't tell you what was in it. But this is the thing. This is what everyone's saying to us. Everyone's telling us that there was a salad, but Abby is chasing the recipe. I want to eat it. I want to make it for us it. three here. Right. So we still don't know. But I learned... Abby will finally get her answer eventually. The next time I talk to Jennifer, I'm going to find out what was in the salad and I will get back to you. <laughs> Thank you. Never I'm been asked that before, have you, Maggie? <laughs> <laughs> I love a brand new question. Across the Brisbane River in a green run. We did it! Woo! Cash NATO. Cash NATO. You know us, Brisbane. We are full of brilliantly bad ideas. We were talking about when we used to live with flatmates. I thought they were the best times, but I just could never do it again. So we're going to recreate it. We're all moving in together as flatmates. Or it could end in a big fight. Dad, Abby and Maddie are now flatties. And if I remember correctly, flatting was really not all that glamorous. One of the rooms I had was the front door. So anyone coming over walked into my so bedroom. So wait, the entrance room that would normally just be a walkway was your bedroom? It was my bedroom. Yeah. So what about when you had ladies then? What would you do? Shut the... Um, the front door. Oh, <laughs> he, had, the second he had a door. plethora of women door. walking through his through bedroom. Through his bedroom, but walking <laughs> through the bedroom. He just opened the door. <laughs>
I learnt there's a lot of non-room rooms that you've lived in. I slept in a walk-in room. And were their clothes in the wardrobe while you were in there? Yeah. Oh, my God. So they had their clothes hanging up. I just had a single bed on the floor, um, and I sort of just had a little section of the wardrobe that I used. Living with a couple of mates, only room for me was a double-car garage. My mate, very old, Toyota was, uh, yeah, parked up next to me. Needed to warm up in the morning, and he wouldn't always open the garage door to air out the garage for me. No. When I was in London, literally just a bed inside a cupboard. I'd try and go to sleep, but they'd say, want me to party. they just keep turning the light on and off, and so I was like, all right, I'll Oh. I guess the upside is, though, you pay less rent, right? I had the best time of my life in that front room. Are you going to take the worst room, then? I'll take the worst room. You know me. I'm not fussy. I don't care. Such a champion, Stavvy boy. Thanks, mate. was announced Monday, the Mighty North is getting a game of State of Origin. The King in the North! We did it. Queensland is set to make Origin history next week. Townsville snatching the opening game in an unprecedented sporting coup. Of course, with this all happening, there was chat of a road trip. Road trip. Road trip. Yeah. Sent the message around yesterday when it was announced going road, road trip. trip. And I said to you, hell yeah. Finish the show here at nine. Drive time, Brisbane to Townsville. 15 hours, but that would be constant. But not impossible. Kick off right. at about 8.30. And we need to park our Says caravan somewhere. Of course, Sir Jonathan Thurston, Lady Sam Thurston, yeah, yeah. look after the fine country of Townsville. The king in the north! I'm thinking we could even ask JT if we take, like, an old um, Winnebago or something like that, we might be able to park it at his out house. the front of his house. The king in the north! And I learned, if you ask, you shall receive. Jonathan Thurston's wife, Sam, was listening and called through. All Aussie Adventures. Pack up your swag. Let's go. Good morning. It is so good for Townsville. There's such a buzz. Because everyone's going to be booked out. If we do manage to get tickets and road trip up, we wanted to park the camper van out the front. We were going to ask JT if we could borrow the power. But, of course, we all know he's Why not the boss of the house. He has no idea. Listen, we have a massive patch of land at the front of our house, so you're more than welcome to park your van there. I love that. You'll be far enough away from me that I won't care. <laughs> With the boys in Origin Camp at the moment, JT's with them, and I learnt, well, it's not all business. And I used to call the Origin Camp holiday camp. If you've got, like, a stressful day with all the kids and he's like, oh, I had golf today, do you just go, oh, come on, don't tell me that? Yeah, well, if I've had a day like that and I know he's been playing golf, I just don't answer his call. Does it make it worse <laughs> if they lose the series? Like, it's worth it if they win it? I mean, I didn't have to deal with too many of those situations. <laughs> Good point, Sam. Well Good played. Point. Well played, Eight Sam. straight, baby. <laughs> Let's ring Paul Gallon's missus and see what she says. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've learned this week, and you can learn a whole lot more too. Download our podcast on the all-new Listener app. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. If you need some help or advice sent your way, Stab Abby and Matt will say yay. Yay! Or nay. Hell nay. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a little bit of a box here, uh, B105, and anyone who works here can put in a little bit of a, maybe a dilemma. Mm -hmm. They can type it, was Maddie's suggestion, so they're not identified by their handwriting. Who would know anyone's handwriting I these days, know. you think? No, well, it's easy to, to work out. Why, would you it, want well, to investigate this? Is that what it is? I would not be able to help myself. <laughs> oh, right, really? Okay. Yeah. If if there was a possibility, well, especially with today's story, uh, all right, if there was a possibility for me to work out who it was, I would not be able to not do it. Which means he's just eliminated himself. Yeah, uh, that's true. So there's someone on the team whose partner 
wants them to join swingers. There has been an invite. Mm-hmm. Partner wants to go. Right. This person's a little bit unsure. Okay. That, yeah, your nay. Yeah, your nay. We want to know. Should they do it? Are you for it or against? You can give your reason, and you can remain anonymous as well. Yeah. So this is an actual. We haven't made this story up. Mm. This is one hundred percent been put into the uh, anonymous box. It's it's a. I imagine it would be a hard one to bring up with your partner if you're saying, "Would you want to do this?" Because I'm I'm thinking I would like to. Because if they're dead set against it, it could really yeah, it's dangerous. Be bad. I think the yeah. only concern comes out of going. Are you not happy? Mm. Do you want to do swingers because you're not content? Mm. And often the answer is no, they just want to try something new. Yeah, because if you weren't content, you just leave the person. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's also their next door neighbours. So they've just, this person has just found out their next door neighbour, they're swingers and they've been invited over. So if it doesn't work out well, then you're mm. going to see them all the time. Just say yes, because I guarantee when you both get there, people go, this is not what I thought. Oh, you reckon? Yeah. Really it cool. always seems better in theory. That's a big play, your bluff. Next thing you turn around. You have to be prepared to go through with it, I guess. Yeah, but I, mean, I, I just think, like it. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll be honest to say a lot of my friends are into it. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Look at you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I went to school with a lot of people at drama school. So oh, yeah, yeah, goes yeah. And mm. Yeah, but mm. it wouldn't be the people that you would imagine would be. Mm. They're very much the... Non-attractive. Can I say straighty 180? Yeah. Yeah, straighty 180 and not like overly attractive and not ugly, mm. but just so everyday. I think you'd be surprised by people that are into it. The mm. one thing that they all have in common... They're very secure in themselves. Yeah, yeah. There's no one that uh, of my friends that's ever done it that feels insecure. They're comfortable with their relationship. Mm. They're never, ever jealous people. Mm. See, that's why I don't think I would be able to do it mm. because I think I would get jealous. Yeah. Oh, you'd and definitely jealousy, not be I able to do it. I wouldn't be able to. <laughs> 100%. Would you let Esther go by herself then? <laughs> I think that's... I she think always that, comes home. <laughs> I don't know if that's swingers. No, um, no, no. That's no, I just... And also, I think for me, and I, I'm not against anyone who does it, everyone for themselves, mm. but I've said before in the past, I, I, my belief is that when you're married to someone, that is the one, especially when you have children and stuff, mm. that's the one true thing that you only have that you don't share with anybody. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, once you start sharing that, sometimes you can kind of feel like everything is given away. Yeah. Then. Each of their own. Some people have more secure relationships because of it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. For 131060, yay. Or nay? And then, Should this, this person say, let's give it a try? So, I mean, if we get all yay, she ha- they have to go? I don't know if well, that's I, how it works. I still, I still think it's there. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just asking how this works. Just asking how this works. <laughs> is it you, is it? I'd like to hear from people that go, look, we thought it was a good idea. Yeah. We tried it. It didn't work for us. Mm. And give yeah. your reason. Maybe mm. it broke the relationship up. I think if you're willing to go into it, you, you aren't the person that's going to, it's going to make or break you. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yay or nay? Um, what do you think? Should they swing? All right, Renee uh, in Wenham West. Are you yay or nay, Renee? I am yay. You, you and your partner have done it? Uh, so we done it with a woman, and over the 18 years we've been together, we've experimented. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's just talk about boundaries. And make sure you do it before you hit the bedroom, or it becomes very awkward. Oh, oh yeah. so so put down ground rules because when you're in the yeah. middle of it, someone can't say, "Oh, no, none of that." It's <laughs> yeah. Gonna, yeah, right. Renee, can I ask who suggested it first, and how uh, was that conversation taken? 
So I actually had a raunchy dream very many years ago, <laughs> and I'm like, hey, have you ever thought about, you know? Mm. And yeah, we ended up joining Swingers Sites, and it ended up being with a woman, and yeah, it's, I found out I'm very bisexual, so it just, I miss a part of me, like we're actually married and dating. Mm. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Right. One yay. Uh, Jane's in Ashgrove. Jane, are you yay or nay? Nay, absolutely not. Right. Okay. <laughs> Why do you say that? I don't know what to do. I just think the whole thing is very bizarre. But hey, people do it. Um, I was in Sydney last week and my girlfriend's a sex therapist. Mm. And another one of our friends found out that their friends are swingers. And my sex therapist friend said that if you're going to do it, there needs to be the five W's, like when, where, why, what, and who. Okay. So it's like, why are you doing it in the first place? What are you allowed to do? Where is it happening? Who are you allowed to do what with who? And wow, um, yeah, <laughs> that's a good so thing, Jane. A whole big yeah, study yeah. on it as well. So yeah, you've got to set those ground rules, as the caller before said. Mm. So it might not be as sexy, but you generally need to write everything down first. Mm. Yeah, it sounds like it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't know what to do. Oh, yeah, you wouldn't Jane. know the why, Jane. That would be the yeah. first one that you I think that's my thing. I'm still trying to work out one woman after all these years, Jane. <laughs> Maddie needs throw to be another H, one in there. Which is how. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. I'd need a checklist. <laughs> all right, good on you. There we go. So we've got one yay. Yay or nay. And one nay, anonymous. Good morning. Yay or nay, should this team member swing? Yay, but they have to be completely comfortable in themselves and their relationship. Mm, okay. Yeah, I've, I've been to a party before and I've been a single person that's joined in and you can see it go sour in a split second when they're not happy or the partner's not comfortable or something. So you've got to have, like, again, the ground rules. Mm. Yeah, see, that's what I was saying, my, my friends, I've never seen like people that both individually are so confident. Mm. Like I've yeah, seen yeah. a person pick up her partner at a bar and she's like, oh, that was so beautiful, sweetheart. And you were like... <laughs> but they're just so yeah. sure of themselves. They've never had that insecurity. See, yeah, I, exactly. Exactly. You've got to have that. You can't have any insecurities at all about yourself or the relationship. My mm. mate had the opposite where they chucked a girl into the mix and it was after a lot of drinking and he oh. spooned the non-girlfriend and the girlfriend woke up in the morning and lost her mind. And that was not the first time they'd done it. Mm. Oh, um, yeah. So, um, all right. Not so nice. you're saying a yay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Linda and Arana Hills, yay or nay? No, I'm a nay. The conversation just got old in a very long marriage where I just kept getting bullied, basically, into uh, wanting to do it, mm. and now we're no longer together. Right, right. So it was, it was more like you've said you've said no, but it was a constant request, and yeah, you just went, yeah. You could not have sex without the constant talk of someone else, and mm. it just got old. Right. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm not a prude. I am very confident in bisexuality and everything, but I just wasn't interested. Mm. And he can go and. Okay. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Thank yeah. you for saying that. No, that's he, true, Linda. If you're both, if you're both after yeah, different things sexually, yeah, it's yeah. not going to work. No. Linda said he can go and kill me. Nay yeah. himself. <laughs> uh, all right, there we go. Good luck to that team member. The box is still out there. So anyone from B105 who wants to throw their predicament in there, we would love to hear it. It's. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hey, this is Vance Troy.
Uh, great to have this guy back with brand new music, Missing Peace. It is out now. It sounds brilliant on the air. And he's with us, Vance Joy. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me, guys. A brilliant song. And I, I also love the film clip. And I just want that message where find someone like your girlfriend that would run a sandwich to you <laughs> for, for like hours. That was amazing. Yes, yeah, I uh, I definitely think that's something to aspire to. Yeah, that, I love that film clip. It's super, very simple kind of uh, whimsical kind of idea. And, um, yeah, I think it's just a little bit lighthearted as well, which I think is a good vibe. Must have been a good sandwich. It was the most plain, boring sandwich. It was tomato, cheese and lettuce, uh, which I think is the emoji for sandwich. The sandwich emoji is, like, that basic. And I was like, who really wants this sandwich? And who's making this sandwich? Like, which kind of fun, hating person is making this sandwich? But it was just, I think it looked it looked best on camera. So. A yeah. vegan, I think, is what you just explained there, Vince. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's uh, what it is. Hey. I'm not, yeah, yeah. You, you're not a vegan? Is that what you're going to say? I was going to say that, yeah. I was going to say that. You're so maybe that's why that. I, I don't see... Uh, yeah, no, I just want to just want to just not not make anyone unhappy. Just lost you know? half your fan base. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything controversial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, isn't that funny? What a time to be alive when admitting you're not a vegan could possibly ruin your career. Eh? Like Got to walk on eggshells. Yeah. yeah she's no vegan. eggs for vegans though. <laughs> Uh, mate, um, so uh, everyone's, uh, of course, talking about this because we, when they said Vance is going to be on, we're like, yeah, great, bring him in the studio. But you're you're quite a remarkable man. You moved to a whole other country in a pandemic for love. Yes. Yeah, I, um, I, I'm over in Barcelona at the moment. I got here two weeks ago. I, I um, my, my partner uh, is from Turkey. And so if you're not an Australian citizen, it's very hard to come to Australia at the moment. So um, doing long distance, the best option was for me to come over here. So I, uh, I did all the paperwork and, and luckily got approved and um, have been here for two weeks. So, um, yeah, I, I don't read this news, so I don't know how, how sketchy it is here. I know there's a lot more cases over here, but um, mm. it's, all, it's all good. It's, it's worth it, definitely. And so are you living in her house? You know when it's that thing when you move in together? Is it her place and you're just trying to find whether you're allowed to set your PlayStation up yet? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I'm, uh, so I'm, at, I'm in her apartment and um, uh, there's three of us here actually. She, she has a housemate and it's like it's kind of a, a nice vibe and I've got this uh, this spare room is kind of my my room to just like play music in and stuff. But, um, yeah, definitely like just... Uh, no, I think I'm a good. I think I'm a good housemate because when they go to work in the during the day, I kind of do the dishes, and the, oh. I think I'm good anyway. No, I haven't had any good. complaints so far. Mm. See, Vance, we've actually decided how hard it would be to go back to having flatmates since we all live with our partners and family. So we thought, let's do it. So us three are going to go back and live together as flatmates. So, Far out. For mm. how, how long is this going to be for? For as long as we fight and break up the show. <laughs> oh, so God. just overnight. <laughs> yeah. So you seem like Jeez, the best okay, okay. flatmate. Yeah. Like you seem quite accommodating and you still feel like you'd be on your best behaviour. Have you had some terrible experiences, though, with flatmates in the past? Um, I just, the, the one that comes to mind when you describe that is um, just that you have this, there's this classic housemates that eat your food and mm. I think everyone kind of knows where your shelf is in the fridge, you know where your shelf is in the pantry and uh, there's some... I, I know a, a guy who would eat. You'd, you'd get the ice creams and he'd eat. He'd eat all your ice creams, like say you had a Magnum six pack of minis. He'd eat them all, and then you'd bring it up with him, and you'd be like, he'd be like, okay, it's all good. I'll, I'll replace it, and then you go back after he's replaced it, and he eats all those two. <laughs> like he eats the replacement <laughs> ones. I think he thinks that he can eat the replacement <laughs> stuff. And then there's a WhatsApp thread, and it's like. 
who ate my magnums again? And it's like, we all know who it was. Mm. And this, I was like, someone ate my cheesecake. And the guy's like, yes, yeah, sorry, I thought that was for everyone. And they're like, I'll get you a new, I'll get you a new cheesecake. And it's like, don't get the new cheesecake. Just stop eating all yeah. our food. <laughs> I, I would point out though, yeah. I'm in trouble, Vance, because I'm 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 you in this situation, and you've got no problem with him. What? I'm bringing he brings my... his guitar because you're not Vance Joy, you're not him, you're not as good. Like every music yeah. he comes out, I like it. You sing other people's songs, but not as good. Oh, oh, Thanks, I reckon it's good to have a bit of music. Right. How do you go then, Vance? When you're going to a party, there are some guys that just whip out their guitar, and no one's asked for it. Mm. Like there's certain parties where you're like, dude, we've got a DJ. Do you find that there's yeah, yeah. an appropriate time for the uh, I think I think it's funny. It's it's definitely a, like a hard one to call. It's like sometimes it's awesome, but I think most of the time at the party, if someone rips out the guitar and it's like it's, I guess it's like the classic guitar guy thing. I guess I think it's good at the end of the night though, when everyone's tired and then and maybe that's where the guitar will come in handy in your house. You know, you just at the end of the night, just a few tunes, maybe some Paul Kelly songs or something like heartwarming like that. But you've got to be, yeah, you've yeah. got to be mounted. It's very. Well, yeah. You've just got to be happy songs. Your songs, you like very depressing songs, don't you? I like a little bit of melancholia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't hug you after and be like, it's going to be all right. Hey, with the right, right tone, Riptide could be depressing. Mm. I can make any song depressing, fans. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, I, I, I want to hear these renditions. I want to hear this depressing Riptide one. <laughs> all right, yeah. well, <laughs> bringing the vibe down. We'll bringing the vibe down. <laughs> Mate, it's, no, it's no secret, too, that your music is loved by people all over the world. You, you toured with Pink, um, Taylor Swift. Um, of course, touring's been a bit tough lately. But are your conversations with new music out, are you starting to plan that sort of stuff already? Um, I haven't got, I guess it, all the plans are pretty kind of like very much penciled in and just projecting and, and hoping that there is, you know, some opportunities just to, there will, there will be opportunities to tour, but they're kind of still far away enough to uh, to still be pretty flexible. But um uh, I want to. I want to be able to release an album kind of early, early next year, and write a couple more songs. And um, I've written a few already that I really like. And yeah, I'd love to go back on tour. I kind of love to do a big Australian tour where we do like kind of all the main places, but some of the in between places that you probably don't always get to on those like classic six, six or seven stop tours. So that would be awesome. And um, yeah, and when I, and I think back on some of those great tours I've gotten to be a part of, like just as an opener and opening is just like the best gig ever. And we got to open for Pink two years ago and it was just the most fun ever. And um, yeah, I'm always, I just kind of just want to do that as well. Like it, whenever I'm touring, I just rather just open for Pink every time. I know that's <laughs> not always going to happen, but yeah, yeah, if yeah. I could open for Pink <laughs> for the rest of my career, I think I just would do that. Um, but I don't know if she wants that or I don't know. She, yeah, she might. Life goals. Yeah. Yeah. Her daughter, yeah, yeah. Her, she takes the kids on tour as well. We've been, she's been talking yeah. about that a lot lately. Did that? Um, is it true that her kids just run wild like they, they own the joint? I think it's just like I think I, I watched a little promo of the um, Amazon Amazon special for her um, her tour the Docker yeah and it was just like she described it as a village and I think she's had her dance some of her dances for like fifteen years and she, everyone's known each other forever so it really is like a family vibe so I think you just see the kids but it's not like uh, I think yeah they're just so at home there that it's like it's totally natural and yeah I mean she just hangs out she, Pink goes to catering and she's hanging out there with her family so I'm like. 
she's like the ultimate legend you know mm. i just feel like it just makes everyone feel very comfortable and the catering was incredible it was oh, the yeah. best oh, catering I, ever I, I, that's yeah, why i just want to go on tour with her yeah, forever yeah. it's not about the crowd the whole band was none of this lettuce and tomato sandwich uh, crap <laughs> none of this lettuce tomato no one's eating your food there's plenty for everyone yeah yeah it's uh, good man all right before we let you go uh we do this with every artist that we get on it's a really quick game Lost in Translation. Lyrics. It's called Lost in Translation. We take lyrics of very popular songs, we translate them into another language, then we translate them back to English, and it's very, very different. Your job here is to work out what song it is from the lyric that Stav reads you. Okay, yeah, okay. okay. All right, so this song has been translated from Gaelic, uh, <clears throat> and it goes well, a little something so like this. It started English, went Gaelish, mm, back to English. Back to English. Okay. I lipped a woman and it went well. It was the fruit lipstick of the flavour. I wish my male didn't think was mine. It was wrong and it was right. I lipped a woman and it went well. It went well. Oh, man. It's so funny because I heard, I heard you guys doing this Amy Shark and I was like, I got all these in the bag. And then once you sit in the seat, it's absolutely impossible to have a thought besides like, and immediately I already had a guess and I was like, is this like an Ed Sheeran song? And I was like, there's no there's no clue Something for that. Something you've done with a girl. Um, I lipped a I woman. Lipped a... Oh, I kissed a girl. Yes. I kissed a girl. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Yes, thank you, thank you. nice, nice. Thanks for the help, Abby. Thanks for the help. <laughs> All right, one more. Here we go. <clears throat> this one has been translated to French and then back into English and it goes like this. And all the past lead you to are twisting, and all the bright that bright are unable to see. There are many things that I would try and tell you, but unable to. I said, perhaps you will be the person that rescues me. Maybe you're going to be the one that saves me. Yeah. Wonderwall. Wonderwall. Yeah. Tune, bring that to yes. the party. That is the ultimate guitar guy tune. Play that one. I will. I will sing the harmonies with you. <laughs> and last one. This one's been uh, translated from Japanese into English. Here we go. <clears throat> Woman running down the current. Take it away to the night other side. I wish I was your left finger, man. I loved you when you were singing the ballad. I had a lump in my gullet because you sing incorrectly, <laughs> words wrong. <laughs> That is so much better than the original. It's so, it just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? It's just beautiful imagery. Like my got lump in my gullet. Um, okay, that's Riptide. Yeah. Good on ya. Go. We're going to let you go, man. Uh, great to talk to you. Uh, Vance Joy, your brand new single. It is out now. Missing Peace. Great to see you, buddy. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks on Monday win $10,000, baby. Uh, hit him with some answers. Tequila and tiger. I like a tequila. I don't mind a tequila. Mm. I'm getting back into tequila. Yes. I was off it. Mm. Your birthday is where I got back into it at Retros. Did I've... we have tequila shots? Yeah, when we got there and I was like, let's get tequila. Yeah, and I was I... like, where has this been? Well, I've actually gone into tequila not knowing that you sipped yes. it. Yes. So I've recently yeah. got into sipping tequila. Because mm-hmm. you drink responsibly, that's why, and that's the great thing to do. Well, no, that's how they do it in, you know, in Mexico. Well, it's when we're in Mexico. Like covering, I'm covering ourselves. No, but it's true. Yeah. When we're in Mexico, um, they asked for if you want a tequila shot, and it was kind of like at breakfast. Now, they didn't say shot. They just said, do you want tequila? And we kept saying, no, no, no. Yeah. And then this guy was so lovely, and it was, like, all inclusive. So we said, yeah, finally. So he gave it to us. It was, like, 10.30, yeah. and we had it, and he just looked go, oh. Yeah. Australian? Yeah. And I was like, oh, what are we 
you do wrong. He goes, no, 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 no. Like you sip with mm. your breakfast. Right. So they don't lick the salt, squirt the lemon in their eye. They don't Can do I that. Can I lick off your back? Is Can it? all the lip sip suck, please? Yeah. yeah, no, they didn't. So. There you go. Well, they didn't like us as much, to be honest, <laughs> because Australians do not know how to tip like Americans. Right, no. Oh, yeah. no. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. So we've been doing honest first date feedback, and I admire the people that are putting their hands forward, but that's why I clicked on this uh, research about first dates mm-hmm. and the things that you shouldn't ask. It's generally about, like, how long you've been single for. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you should change it to say, you know, what's your expectations for a relationship to make it more of a conversation rather than just a statement. But then it had the question you should never ask a guy, like, ever. And it's really considered rude and guys will be offended. And I was like, oh, okay. And the question is, and see where you guys sit with this, mm-hmm. how tall are you? Oh, and they've yeah. said that guys that are tall, they'll be like, yeah, put my head up and I'll answer that. And they're the ones that even have it on their bio. And I asked Nat, who had been on dating websites, our producer, and she said, yeah, that tall guys always put it as a... I'm six foot blah. I would probably put it. You would, wouldn't I you? I would, I probably would. Because you're proud of it. Yeah. Well, I know that women like tall guys. Well, that's the thing. They're saying that bias happens on both sides. And oh. I guess if you're not as tall, Maddie, you wouldn't think to put it there. Well, I wouldn't, yeah. But, yeah. but see, I'm, I'm middle. Mm. Like, I'm not tall, nor am I short. So it's nothing I've never, I've ever considered before. But like, you, I'm six foot two. Look at all the roller coasters we could go on together. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they're saying that it happens both ways, and I want to know if this is true. Are we heightest? Mm. You can call 131060. Maybe you've been on a date with a girl, and she's like, I'm sorry, you're just not tall enough. Nah. Um, or, or maybe you were like, oh, he was really nice, but I just he's didn't find short. him tall enough. My so, wife is massively heightest. Yeah. yeah. Because she's tall, and she'll pat like, oh, look at you. And I'm like, he's 5'9". Yeah, he's she does that to me, me all the time. <laughs> she, <laughs> so, but she's I'm okay with that. Pat. But if someone was to look up and say, Jesus! Would she? Does she get offended by no, that? She oh, she likes no, her height. She, she doesn't mind it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She sometimes forgets how not imposing she, but how big she is, how tall she so is. So they're saying that women like nice. men to be twenty-one centimeters taller <laughs> oh, than them. I right. picked that up. Never say big. Say tall. Well, I used to call her gigantor. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and men like to be at least eight centimeters taller right. than their partner. Mm. So it happens both ways. But they're saying that on average, so for the guy, like the bare minimum for yeah. girls is actually one hundred and seventy-nine centimeters. So right. you're just below that, right. and I'm, I'm, and the average for a, a girl that would be acceptable was 155. There was a guy. That's, that's wow. Mm. A guy I worked with in Sydney had these shoes. Um, oh. They were Skechers shoes, right? Now big platform shoes, and they were the ones that he would say they were for his back because mm. they were kind of they would roll like when you walk they would roll so you wouldn't ha- apparently not take impact. Mm. But he just happened to be a really short guy. Mm. And it was very obvious that he wore them because they gave him height, but he said it was because he had a sore back. And you were just like, dude, it doesn't like. Haven't you seen the Qantas magazine? Have you seen those shoes that add height to it? Mm. And it's in. It's, you can put a platform inside your shoe. Yeah. It's got a platform inside, inside the shoe. And I've seen them on the internet. They've done so much research into this. They're saying for each inch increase in height, you'll earn an extra 800 a year. Wow. So the taller you are, the more successful, and that's for men and women. No you... wonder he lives in Barden. Oh, I know. Hey? He's so tall. It's not his fault. Because <laughs> you think about it, though, and you think maybe you think it's not that big a deal or it's, it's you know, that kind of thing. But think of Grant Denyer. 
Like, nary a day goes by where that guy doesn't have to have a, a short joke thrown at him. Yet, and he does a good job. So like, he, he does a good job. I think he struggled it for a while, but he's accepted it. See, my it, older but... brother's quite short and it really bothered him. And the other one is really tall. Mm. And I mean, it really bothered him. And people feel so comfortable to pay out short. And I mm. get it as well. Where it is just a physicality that you can't change. Mm. And we never make comments about people's weight. So I don't know why it's okay with height. Yeah. Oh, see, you can, it, for some reason, it's okay to say I don't date short people. But you, if you said I don't date fat people, that would be the end mm. of you. Mm. Which really, you, you are doing exactly the same thing. Well, I I'm, guess. I'm so short, so anyone's, any guy is taller than me. So yeah. it hasn't been an issue for me. So I, I don't know. People... I don't know how I'd feel about someone shorter because I've never, I've never had the option. Mm. I've You've never had shorter. Never had shorter. Once you go short, you me. don't go back. Um, I've, I've known people that have put. You can um, get operations where you put more bone in your leg. Oh, they stretch the muscle yeah. and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, they make like you like you like Gumby. You stretch yourself out, sort of thing. Yeah, well, they they um, cut your, your leg bone, separate it, put another piece of bone in, and fuse it back, so you get more height. Is See, it that important to people? Some people. We need to get rid of the stigma because let's be honest: for a short guy dating a tall girl, there are lots of benefits straight up. Mm-hmm. So you reckon we need to get rid of people commenting? Well, yeah. I think so. Yeah, just but think just everything's wanna... right there at head height, easy access. <laughs> hey, Richard, uh, we're talking hey. about height and dating, mate. Yeah, What's people height us. Uh, look, you guys are doing a great job, by the way. Just wanted to say oh, that. Thank, thank you, Richard. You, man. Thank you. The, uh, look, the problem isn't uh, tall women or women that want to date somebody uh, their height or a little bit more. It's People, uh, women that are even five foot zero, want to date six foot tall guys. <laughs> yeah. You have a look. Have a look at RSVP. You'll see how many five foot three want minimum six five ten. Right. Uh, I had a beautiful discussion with this lady for about a whole week. Had a Saturday uh, date lined up. Friday night, rang her to be a gentleman. Said it's still okay for tomorrow. She says yes. We had a good laugh, and then she says, "Oh, by the way, how tall are you?" I said, 5'7", you know, it's on my profile. I don't yeah. hide it. And she goes, mm. I said, what's wrong? She goes, um, are you going to think I'm, I'm shallow, but I love my heels. Oh. Oh. And I said, well, I love your heel, my heels too, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's sad, Richard, because you had a connection. Yeah. You might have had a connection when you met, but she's already decided. Mm. That, but in that instance, Richard, you don't want to be with a woman like that. You know, if that's if that changes everything, it is such an odd one though. Because if you see a photo, if they went out on a date and she's in her high heels and you saw a photo of him, she's taller than him. It does catch your eye, you know, and you do go, oh, yeah. yeah. It's what's on the inside that counts, Stav. It's hard to I say because if I'm wearing heels, everyone's still taller than me. <laughs> so, uh, Gracie, hi. Hello, how are you guys? Good. What are you? You've You're dealt heightest. with height. Oh, you are heightest, are you? I am. Well, I'm like 5'7", five, 5'8", five, myself. Mm. So I've had my experience with like guys that height and I've had guys who are taller and I just feel more confident in myself when I'm made to feel smaller by dating someone that's a lot taller. Mm. My friend said that. She likes feeling petite. Mm. And because she's tall, it's hard to do that. I said, mm. well, find a basketballer, mate. Like. Oh, my, yeah. my daughter's going to have it's to find hard. Godzilla at this yeah. stage. <laughs> what would you do, though, Gracie, if you had a guy ask you your height and then you told him and he went, oh, no, would you be cut? I mean, I've never asked a guy their height mm. personally, but I probably would be a bit taken aback by it myself. I just kind of, I will give them the chance. Like, it's definitely what's on the inside that counts, but, you know, my preference is yeah. a bit taller. I'm not going to discriminate against them. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Well, no, it's what the majority is saying. Zach, do you find that people are highest? 100%. Mm. 
when I was in the um, online dating scene before I got married, one of the first questions they asked me was how tall I was. And I'm a shorty. I'm only 5'3". Right. So, as, and as soon as I said how tall I was, like, mm, only it's tall guy, sorry, bye. Wow. Yeah. And it's true oh. what Maddie was saying. Imagine if you turned back and saying, what size uh, clothes do you wear? Yeah, absolutely. And I even bought, you were talking about the um, shoe insert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've purchased them before, and the thing is that, one, they're really uncomfortable, mm. but even wearing them made me feel more confident. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because, and I think that comes to, down to how you were saying taller guys will get paid more. I think it's because they're more confident. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, again, it comes down to they're willing to ask more. Good point. They back themselves. Yeah. Zach, yeah, my, absolutely. My mum used to always say good things come in small packages. So you use that one, all right? Yeah, I say that all the time, but now yeah. all my kids are taller than me, so oh. what do I say to them? They're not good because they're not small. <laughs> Mate, facts is facts, so I don't know, I can't yeah. help you with that one. Wow. Hey, Nicole, in Kalanga, we're talking about HIDAS, and apparently it does work both ways as well. Do you find that it's happened? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely in the online dating world, I deliberately kept my height off my profile, mm-hmm. connected with a few people. Uh, when they found out my height, it was, sorry, you're too tall. <laughs> yeah, see, they said that only 4% of guys would date a girl that was taller than them because it works both ways, so they would feel insecure. Right. How tall are you, Nicole? Uh, six foot. Mm. See, I like the idea of a tall woman. It sounds dangerous. Would you date someone who was taller? A oh, cat's taller, isn't she? No, no, no. She is oh, in heels. No, no, no. No, no, no. She is in heels. Well, in heels, she's probably about my height. But um, Look at them. They sound like they're going back to back before but they go pops, out for a night. But if he pops his heels on. <laughs> but I'm 6'2". If I dated a woman taller than me, she'd be ginormous. You can't say they that. You can't say that, mate. Oh, That's oh, the highest, yeah. isn't it, Nicole? <laughs> she'd, be like, she'd have to be like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, like she would be actually... Highest. Of t- you can- that, would be, that would be me in heel stuff. Yes. What are you doing this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Mm. So that's the thing is when you think about it, mm. like you're calling someone ginormous. Like mm. that's, that's exactly that's an that's the thing that we're yeah. getting at. Yeah. This was an intervention. Yeah, but, I'm, but I'm six foot two. They would literally be like in the Guinness Book oh, of mate, Records or something. And I've got tall friends, but I still don't say it, do I? <laughs> Thanks, Nicole. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. You're driving to work at the moment. Have a think. Are you going to a job that you love or you despise? Because there is a UK-based astrologer, Sasha Fenton. She's got a book uh, called The Magic of Astrology for Health, Home and Happiness. Mm. And she said that your personality trait, based on your star sign, will uh, translate into the workplace. So it will determine if you're liking your job or not or what job you should actually go for. Mm. It's pretty accurate. We've gone through people here. Mm. The only one that's not accurate probably is you, Maddie. Yours is a bit... What's mine? As I'm a Leo. You're a Leo, Mm. um, and it's basically saying that you like to be uh, like the CEO, basically, of everything. That's important, which we, I think, will all agree that that's the case. So let me get this right. You'll believe star signs when they suit you, but when the star signs say that I should be in management, you're like, it's not true? No, we think you totally should be in management. Oh, you're saying it is true? No, I think it's 100% true. You act like management even if you're not, but I was meaning you're the only one where your workplace is inconsistent because you should be a diamond merchant. Oh, diamond merchant. Which I thought was a bit... That's the only one that's a bit out there. A high-flying executive Uh or a diamond merchant or it just says celebrity. Oh, there you go. There you go. But it's basically saying that you need to... uh, you kind of need to boss people around. That makes you feel a little bit more um, comfortable. And a procedure, pre- 
prestigious prestigious um, role is important mm. to you. You know what they say, dress for the job you want, not the one that you've got. Yeah, so well, maybe a movie scrubs. star as well, they're saying that you should. <laughs> it's pretty good, though. There's, I mean, I should be a journalist uh, for anyone out there who's also a, uh, a Gemini. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sagittarius, they need to work in broadcasting and publishing and uh, travel trade. Mm. So they've gone in saying that a travel consultant would be good for you or a carpenter or a broadcaster. Okay. Which is not bad. You're a Capricorn? No, I'm not. You're an Aquarium? Oh, God. Mate, don't get upset if people don't remember your stuff. What are you? Um, Aquarium. Are you, are you a cusper? Is that where I'm it comes in? I'm close to the cusp of the yeah, pipe. You should be Aquarius and Pisces. An inventor. Right. An astrologer, which you do like all the star signs, mm. or a designer. Mm. Okay. An astrologer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we are we all quitting? So what we're going to do? Here? Yeah, get, throw, we go back at one hundred percent. No, it just means I've got to go back and do my journalism degree. All right, I'm one going, term off. Going to do the diamond thing. What was I meant to be a diamond, diamond merchant. merchant? Diamond merchant. And what are they? Just sell diamonds? Yeah, mm. like Adam Sandler and uncut gems. Yes, yeah. mm. all right. Stressful go. job. <laughs> yeah, him. Want to buy a diamond? No, I'm good. Oh, you suck at that. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Throughout history, mankind has achieved the impossible. Time is not absolute. Creating electricity. It's alive! It's alive! The moon landing. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for man. Cloning a sheep. A lamb called Dolly was cloned in Scotland. And created a platform to argue about almost anything with anyone while sharing bikini pics on holidays. Are you talking about the internet? Yes. Okay. Yes, I am. Okay, cool. The time has come for mankind's next impossible achievement. Can we pick a number between one and one million? You gotta be in it to win it. Just imagine this is the fight of your life. Today's the day that you realize the luck that is within inside you. Mm-hmm. You tell us the number between one and one million, and it's in your head. It's been generated by a computer, mm-hmm. and only the producers know it. Tell you what, we have narrowed it down. Yes. Ah, we've had <laughs> seven <few> guesses. guesses. <laughs> yeah, that were wrong. So, see, yeah. nothing great is easy. That's true. One to ten, the number between one and ten. If someone picks that, you're not surprised. You're there with good odds. Mm. But one and one million, that is almost impossible. Mm-hmm. But not for you, Rachel. Ooh. <laughs> ah. Rachel, uh, you called up. You said that you were the lucky one. Did the number just come to you? You said, oh, gosh, I've got to call this. Yeah, it just came to me. They're just some of my favourite numbers. And I had a dream last night and I just felt it. Yep. Right. Yeah. It's, not, it's not like how many kids you've got or... <laughs> no, like don't that. have 723,900 children. Thank God. <laughs> well, if you did, you'd be pretty unlucky. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> or pretty lucky because that means you would have gotten busy a lot. Okay, Rachel, <laughs> this is your chance. This is your chance to change your life. Forever. Very clearly, please state for us the number. 723,910,000. Hmm. We're looking at the producers. They both know it. It's very, you know, like it's not a round number. You've gone very specific there. 
I like the 700, mm-hmm. though. Mm. I, do I just get a thought good that's vibe. why a computer would go. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, if when someone says between 1 and 10, I always go for seven. a 7. You go for a 7. Six, so yeah. to hit the 700 thousands mm. is pretty good. Agreed. All right. What's, your, what's wrong with your kid back there? What's... <laughs> She's just looking at a car. Oh, just, okay. Yeah, I've got one on me and I've got one pointing at a car. Oh, <laughs> look at that. Look, Rachel, guessing the number between one and one million and being an amazing mum at the same time. Here we go. Is it 723,910? Sorry, Rachel. Oh. <laughs> no worries. Okay. Oh. Not today, Rach. Not today. Getting Thank closer. You. Getting Thanks closer. Mm. All right, you are out there, and we will find you. All right, what is the number between one and one million? Uh, we'll take another guess, same time next week, only here on B105. Stop, Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105.